0: When I was a kid when i was a teenager nobody nobody at least nobody in the church was talking about this there were random talks on chastity and i heard many of them but it never ever none of them ever mentioned porn maybe porn i don't think so and masturbation and now because of the availability the vast availability to people of every age everywhere in the world to all sorts of pornography the issue has gotten extreme so first things first turn on the light and let's let's start talking about this so first of all talk to yourself about it well i'm talking to you about it so that's a bit of breaking silence right uh, talk to yourself about it admit it if this is a thing you struggle with if this is a thing you're ashamed of can you talk to yourself a little bit about that can you bring that to prayer and talk to god about it oh my god i couldn't talk to god about it god knows all about it guys Okay, he's not like, oh, like, oh, don't. We should not be ashamed to bring all of our brokenness. This is me, Jesus, without you. It's one of my favorite phrases whenever I fall in sin. This is me, Jesus, without you. It's beautiful because it's humble, it's not self condemning, and it, it goes towards God instead of away from God. And Satan, the devil, and our own addictive sinful selves want us to run away from God because of shame or because of ego and pride and I don't want to admit I'm wrong all sorts of things whereas humility and love move towards God and I really recommend that Jesus loves us no matter what we do in our behavior he loves us in our being he doesn't always love our behaviors as I told you before and I find that truth also super helpful so first one is Jesus this is me without you before during and after a fall Jesus when you're feeling completely weak and tempted. This is me without you. <laughs> I really, really need you, Jesus. During, if you're know, like, if you falling in a sin. This is me without you, Jesus. And what does that do? It just brings the light and kills the shame in there. The shame that wants us, like with Adam and Eve, that they want to hide and cover themselves up and run away from God and run away out of Eden. But God wants something better. He has something better for you. He has the mercy, total mercy and acceptance for you. So first up, confession. What an incredible gift. God knows what we need. It's not enough for me to say it in my prayer to God. When you say it to another human being, and the safest place is confession, because the priest can't say it to anybody and won't say it to anybody. He's, he was born to be uh, the trash heap for sin. <laughs> and he just gives it to Jesus. So you can go to any priest and just just say it. And say it first off. Don't be like, oh, you know, if I was cheeky to my mother. I was shaving a cat and I <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> oh, I didn't do my homework. <laughs> oh, don't try and like, you know, get it in there real quick and quiet. Say it first up, just get it out of the way and then be done with it. And the priest, he'll be, be kind. He won't, I hope, <laughs> he won't give you a hard time. It's not surprising. Priests, we hear all sorts of things. We've heard everything. Nothing, nothing, nothing surprises us. And it's an amazing thing to say, "Uh, Father, I've been struggling with pornography and masturbation. And the priest just goes, okay. And you've been dying with this for... uh, I could never say it to that holy guy because he'll judge me. No, he won't judge you. He will release you from your sin if you're truly repentant. It's great. It's so great. Uh, yeah. So get it to confession. Just say it straight up, say it quickly. And what you want to say is okay. With the name of the thing and then just how many times roughly since your last confession, boom, and be done. <sighs> okay. And you get tremendous grace there, not only of mercy, but also to, to break the habit, break the addiction. But we have to do more. We have to do more than that. Could you find an accountability partner? Is there somebody else who's maybe also struggling with you or doing a little bit better? or completely free from, from sexual sin or addiction, uh, who you could you know, talk to them and say, listen, I'm struggling with this, could you help me? And anytime you fall or anytime you're tempted to fall, call them, message them, I'm struggling. Breaking the shame is so big. Shame, at least my, my understanding that I find really helpful is shame says not just I've done something wrong, but it then takes it personally and says I'm wrong. So it feels shame makes us feel our sin as a total and utter condemnation of our being and that we are utterly unloved and unlovable. Guilt, on the other hand, is the acknowledgement and the feeling that I've done something wrong and it stops there. Guilt is a blessing from God. God never wants to condemn us. He wants to convict us, meaning he wants to give us that gift of the feeling of guilt, which is a gift in our conscience. So we know, ooh, yeah, that's not right, that wasn't right, I don't wanna do that, I shouldn't do that. But it doesn't say, I am bad, I am wrong, I am corrupt in my being. God loves you in your person, no matter what. So all of these tools of naming it help to break that shame, and shame is the biggest force, arguably, the biggest force that keeps us locked in our sinful patterns, in our acting out sexually, in inappropriate ways. Because we, we sin, and then we feel ashamed, and we feel we're unlovable. We run away from God. We disconnect. We isolate from other people and from God and ourselves. And then we are struggling because we're feeling isolated and shamed and horrible and guilty. So we want to take that pain away. And guess what? Might be the first thing we'll think of. we have going to self comfort. So it's really tempting to go back to masturbation, to porn, to act, acting, out sexually, and. That leads to more shame so you get into the shame spiral and it doesn't go anywhere good so we need to break that and a great way to do this is say it to a friend say it in confession and and you hear them go wow okay you want to talk about it they don't take out you know the, the stick to beat us with they just accept us yeah it's a tremendous thing you could also set up some boundaries in that relationship say i listen i'm not actually looking for advice unless you are looking for advice just i, I just need someone who i can say this to who's you know a, a brother or a sister in, on the journey other thing, uh, know your triggers. Know your triggers, hey. What's a trigger? A trigger is something that triggers me. <laughs> uh, it's something that might move me, like might bring up the temptation. So what are the things in life? What are the patterns that have been emerging that I could observe and go, oh yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a pattern. You might have heard of HALT, H-A-L-T. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. You could add bored, and there's probably other ones in there too. HALT, B-A-L-T. <laughs> You can make up, you can make your own um, acronyms, if you like. Uh, but yeah, are you hungry? Is that a thing? You know, are you hangry? Uh, are you annoyed? Did someone uh, ugh, get, up, get under, up your nose, under your skin, under your nose? So it's great to know what are the things that trigger me? What are the times of my day? Like when I come home from work, come on, I come home from school. Why might that be a trigger? It's a big trigger for a lot of people because that was when they developed the habit when they came home from secondary school, from high school, and they acted out. Connected to that one is finding alternatives. So finding those positive activities that I can do to replace, or when I find myself triggered, I was like, I know what I'll do, something I really enjoy. I'm gonna do some gaming, or I'm gonna do, I'm gonna read this book. Oh yeah. I'm going to call this friend who I really, really enjoy connecting with. I'm gonna maybe watch something if that's something that's helpful for you. For some people that's triggering and we do have to watch uh, the content that we're letting in, because some of it, as you know, it can be very sexual and very triggering. So do be attentive to that too. So get yourself a list. Actually, write it out. What are my what are my activities that are really good and healthy that I really enjoy? How can I look after myself? Like getting uh, you know a fitness schedule together really can help. Whether it's at the moment of temptation, it's like, okay, I need to do something, I go running, (laughs) cold shower. But it's just good in general to have like a healthy, balanced lifestyle in place helps massively to shift this kind of stuff. There's also a phenomenal program called Exodus 90. Uh, Sorry, ladies, just for the guys. Amazing program. It talks about this stuff as well as lots of other things. It's based in, you'll have a group and support, uh, Brothers Walking With You. Check out Exodus 90. There is a program, not as developed, but it's uh, Fiat 90 for Women. uh, So you could take a look at that as well. There's lots of other resources too, though. Matt Frad. The man, Matt Frad, he has a program called Victory. You could check that out online with lots of resources, videos, etc. There's another one called Fight the New Drug. As I mentioned earlier, it's same again. Great resources. Check it out. Another way that uh, some people swear by is, re- you know, removing the temptation, especially if porn is a challenge for you and a big uh, go to for you. You could look at something like Covenant Eyes We we'll put the links down below. Uh, and what they do is they lock down your devices so that if you do uh, access any, any porn, you know, however the mechanisms on those things work, I believe you have to pay for them. So um, there you go. But that can be helpful to just get a bit of distance and start to break some of the patterns and reduce the accessibility. Folks, we didn't get uh, these habits overnight. Long established habits, typically, many years. So it's gonna take time to work it out usually so patience with yourself but at the same time don't use that as an excuse Uh, sin is serious and we do want to be serious about getting free and it's not just about getting rid of sin it's about getting more of God it's about living the life you're supposed to live it's about the joy that comes from living a healthy human life and it's a beautiful beautiful thing Saint Augustine said freedom from sin is only the beginning of freedom meaning not to discourage you say oh my gosh you mean I've been stuck in this thing for years and it's only the start. I'm not even started. But the idea of that saying of St. Augustine is to encourage us that there is a whole world of, of things that, are, that the Lord has for us beyond, beyond our addiction, that this is very much... And He, he wants he, and He will free us if we are willing to cooperate with His grace. He will free you. If we really want it, if we're willing to do the work, I firmly believe that. But it's not about us and our strength. It's about Him and His strength. And us relying on him he loves you he accepts you and he wants something amazing for you let's ask let's pray for each other Uh, ask god for the grace to be the people we're created to be god bless you